0: Hello, listener, dear listener. I haven't recorded anything in a little while, and I've been doing a lot of creation out of a very rapid phase of a lot of chaos, and that's one of the things that I want to talk about today. Um, and share with you about where I've been at but the first thing to address is that my podcast name is now Adventure Inward and this is a very exciting thing for me because for the longest time or when I started the podcast it was Coffee Conversations because I love coffee and I love my van <laughs> and I was going to be in it a lot and I, I wanted to focus the podcast idea around community conversations and you know a shared experience and that hasn't left but it's morphed a couple times because the second iteration of this podcast name was on my own Omo stories of solo travel and the phase that I was in that felt true and relevant and what I wanted it to be and almost an extension of myself at the time. It was this phase of embracing and learning to embrace being on my own. Like It felt very important to focus my energy on what it meant to be human, solitary, alone in the van. Um, And having conversations with people with a more focus or with more of a focus around what it meant to be on our own and traveling around and having solitary experiences. So then that was the second iteration. I find myself now in the third iteration, um, much like the way that I find myself in a new phase of my life, which is really around a combination of the two. This Really insanely awesome beginning of the journey, socializing, meeting people, learning myself, learning how to van life early on and live out my dream this dream, this idea that comes to fruition. And then this second part where I'm, like, well, I'm on my own, and then so many amazing, beautiful things happen to me. I'm oh, doing some organizing while I'm recording this, but I should just focus. That's not, but that's not me. I, um, and then, so the second iteration was to talk about what solitude meant, and I was really tested this last year on what, what it meant to me. Um, as you know, if you're a listener, you <laughs> know I kind of went through the ringer with certain situations it, it tested my resolve, I guess I would say, it tested my resolve, and like, did I really mean it, do I really mean it to be introspective, to live this life, to understand myself, to go after self-reflection, and to go after personal development in the ways that I believe um, it should be done, and the way that I believe will impact and help myself, my relationships, and then larger collective scale the world and um you know am i really capable of holding myself to that standard and i gotta say i'm really proud of myself like fuck it was not (laughs) it was not easy and it isn't easy and and i don't expect it to be or want it to be easy in hindsight is i have learned so much more from the struggle than i feel like i could have ever learned from you know, I don't even want to entertain the idea of of not having gone through what I've gone through to learn what I've learned. I'm so grateful for it. Um again, in hindsight, but it, it really did test this the resolve of was I gonna try was I gonna mean it? Was I do I mean it? Was I gonna be able to hold on to the onto the good bits of the relationships and experiences that I had with people and um, move forward and stay open, or was I gonna find myself bitter and resentful and, and hateful because I was hurt? You know, whole trope of hurt people hurt people, and you know, being self-aware is kind of about knowing that when you're hurt, it will be tempting to hurt others, and that's just maybe something that we can kind of assume about ourselves. In order to better prepare for those moments that we're triggered and we want a different outcome than we're getting, and we lash out or we recoil. Um, I'm a big, (laughs) I'm a big recoiler. I, I go in, I go in to not feel whatever's happening on the out, on the outside. Um, Somebody used to. Somebody recently called me, and this is kind of why I called this podcast "Adventure Inward." Um, he was like, "You know, Rach, yeah, I'm in order to deal with my life, I go, you know, I go outward, I go outdoors, and I mountain bike and I rock climb and I, but I don't talk to anyone, and I certainly don't talk to myself. And you, you're." you're an inward adventurer. You go inward. You, you talk to yourself. You ask these questions. You you get after it. And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> it do be what I be doing. <laughs> um, and so, you know, the reflection here is that now this, I want to, by naming this podcast adventure inward, I want to invite people into the world of what it's like for me to be introspective on a day-to-day basis and what it's like for other people who I run into to be introspective and you know what what do two people who are introspective get on the phone and talk about and it's it's awesome it's fucking awesome and I love it and I want that to be part of what I share with people in the world and it it better prepares me for my experiences with with life in the world and I think that it's useful information, just in a casual conversation way. Like, you're not gonna fucking pay for the biggest lessons that you'd ever learn. The biggest lessons you ever learn are gonna come from your own damn life, and introspection is how you not only see that, but cultivate the wisdom that you need in order to navigate future situations. That's all introspe- <laughs> introspection, baby. There's there ain't nothing that you can read in a book about how to deal with loss. Um, You can learn conceptually, of course. I'm not saying that it's all for nothing. You can read about loss, and you can read about how someone else dealt with loss, and you can listen to this podcast right now and learn about how I deal with loss. But at the end of the day, you know, is this podcast going to sit there and hold your hand as you're, you're crying about what you've experienced? And the ugly truth is that, no, this podcast isn't going to hold your hand. That book isn't going to hold your hand. But what can be done is it can be used as a friend, you know, it's a reprieve, a, a way of seeing that you're not alone, and maybe through example, a helpful tip or two on how to glean wisdom and information from your experiences that are so, you know, intrinsically and deeply personal. That's, I think at the end of the day, that's the best as a podcast host and person and coach and mentor and teacher I can do, I can hope for. And then, you know, most more deeply, more intentionally empower those that listen or those that come into my orbit. Um, to be introspective to look inward to to not be afraid of themselves and their thoughts no matter how scary because shit is scary (laughs) it can be it can be definitely definitely and and this podcast is aimed now in this phase is I feel more capable of than ever to be positioning myself to host these conversations with people rather than having them you know, my work is very solitary with myself. And then my work is very customized and private with my clients. I don't share names outside of the first name and last initial. I don't share pictures. I don't tell people like on Instagram, like, welcome to the group, this thing, like as a, as a form of showmanship, this work, the work that I do is very private, very personal. Um, and i think it does a disservice actually to my clients to kind of i don't know promote their deep growth for my ego that's how i perceive it it's not i'm not saying that that's how it is or how other people do it i don't care what other people do but um that's not what's ever been in alignment for me to do with my business and i i'm really grateful to myself for making some decision, I'm not sure which decision, but some decision early on about how I was going to deal with the temptation to, or comparison of when other people are doing that. And I say, no, I'm going to do it my way. That is, it is way, 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 not the easier thing to do. (laughs) Um, um,
1: running a business, I was
0: just listening to another podcast of one of my friends and running a business is not easy with the decisions that have to be made but I think the way that I've started this organically almost four years ago this spec school really did come from a place of patience and peace and I'm in it for the long I'm in it for the long game there's there is no other way for me um and it has not been easy to have chosen that path and that perspective but I wouldn't change that for the world because I'm not you know I'm not trying to build an empire I was just asked yesterday if I'm trying to get to like a million in the next you know five to ten years and I was like I don't I don't think so no (laughs) I not that I don't have goals or a vision I do and I can I'll talk about that at some point but it's not relevant really it's 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 not relevant all that's really relevant is my here and now and my ability to provide a really great beautiful service to the people that do run into me and come to me and um you know really prioritizing them and their willingness to do this deep work with me um and you know first for all intents and purposes that includes you listening to this podcast right now Is like you're on some level Optimistic and willing to do the work, or you're my friend and you are supportive, but also maybe curious. And there's a part of you that sees yourself in me doing this work because that's just how humans are. I I I to not gonna overthink it, but I am um, wanting to definitely pinpoint that the reason that you clicked on this was because you have some sort of connection to me, and outside of that, a connect. A a interest in connecting more deeply with yourself and that's what adventure inward is all about is this approach to this playful approach because I'm very playful it's playful yeah. approach to what is so hard and so nuanced about introspection and personal development that I feel like it's left out of the conversation so much as we live in such an ambiguous draining kind of bombardment of information world and uh, most of us don't know what's left from right on any given day. What to follow, who to be, what to listen to. Do I listen to anything? What if I'm wrong about what I've listened to? Is it worth investing in? What if it doesn't work? What if it does work and then I have to deal with it working? (laughs) There's, There's so many facets to it and that's all been verbatim dialogue of, of my own inner dialogue as i grow my business and my my digital footprint and what i'm going to you know what what am i spreading out in the world what am, I, <laughs> what am i putting out to people what are what can people expect from me and, and hang their hats on when they interact with me and there is just one overarching theme that i can successfully say can confidently and successfully say has been a constant theme and a successful theme and something that people can connect with me on and that's being well-intentioned and introspective and playful those are the three things that I think are cornerstones and what I lead with Um, more importantly it's not all serious for me (laughs) not by a long shot and I, I'm kind of quirky that way because I, I haven't really fit into different communities that take, kind of, kind of any community that takes anything seriously. I don't <laughs> too seriously. I was like, I don't really fit in with. Um, it makes me a bit of an an oddball and a misfit. But I, I also have trained myself to, in some way, shape, or form, not care about that. I have. Created a system to make it easy for myself to not care what people think while still caring about people, while caring what they think while not caring what they think about me. There are there are so many nuances to it, and it, it depends on the person. It depends on my mood that day. Um, Lord, I wish there weren't so many variables, but that's that's not what I signed up for. At the end of the day, like being human is to be considering other people because of the need for community. So I, I try to give myself grace and compassion and take it with a grain of salt that I do care about what people think about me and how do I make it easier for myself to do what I want to do in life without caring about what other people are going to think to the extent that it stops me from what I want to do. Whew. That was a bit of a. I didn't really breathe while I was saying that. I don't know if you could hear. Um, <laughs> it happens sometimes, actually a lot. I get on these like things, and I had a client call today, or a potential client call today, and I was just, just. I'm. She asked me for information about my packages, and I monologued, and I, I, got so excited, and, um, and I was like, as you can see. <laughs> I'm not very serious about this. Like, I'm I'm dead serious about helping you, and I'm not very serious about you doing it a certain type of way. Like, we will discover how you best do this, and it's going to be a lot of fun on the way. So um, I do get very ramped up, and that's kind of indicative of the mental state, mental and emotional place I've been in the last couple weeks. Um, and the reason, okay, so now I'm going to go dial it back a little bit into why I'm doing a podcast about this right now um I am getting ready for some country line dancing at Sundance Saloon in Fort Collins uh the last time I was here with anyone was with my friend and uh and uh, that we're no longer friends and I then came back by myself and it was awesome but you know definitely wasn't as amazing as it was when I was dancing with my with my favorite person at the time and, and we both just danced and danced and danced You know, videos we were so present so both invested in the dancing with other with other people and we we both worked really hard to get better at dancing and there was just like it was just an amazing amazing experience um that we both just like we're just in the zone you know and I'll never forget how sweaty <laughs> I sweat a lot so this is not a thing but I, I'll just never forget how sweaty I was at the end of this particular particular experience because because of um, you know, how hard we went and how passionate we both were and how this is such a, it was such a fun thing that we shared together. Um, and I, I miss, I miss that aspect dearly. I would be t- completely lying if I didn't say I miss I didn't miss that. So I'm here <laughs> in the parking lot getting ready for dancing and I, you know, am putting on my rings and my, i got my booties on that I haven't worn since the last time I danced and I have this like uniform that I wear we always used to wear these we wear high-waisted pants and a crop top tank top um used to have our boobies out and um hair curled and put on our rings and nice earrings I'm gonna wear my Jackson earrings but um, uh oh, maybe I'm gonna wear the hoops that I put on I don't know doesn't really matter. Earrings. Earrings are kind of an inconvenience too, especially when my hair is flipping. My hair is not very clean. That's okay. Um, but going dancing by myself right now is, is a testament to the healing that is continuing to be done on this painful experience. And... In um, you know, in a in a couple words, it's I'm really glad that I didn't listen to anyone about this healing process. And what I mean by that is, when I was first experiencing this in May and June, I had I had one friend say that I wasn't looking at it from the right perspective. I had another friend who stood up for her when I was kind of just like sobbing in front of him and he's like well you do do this thing and it it was just so super unhelpful and so that's why I went to the woods (laughs) um to cry alone in pine needles is what I told people but I ended up meeting somebody amazing so that's a whole other story and then um another friend or another person well another friend Uh, another friend ended up kind of, the whole situation was that she became the middleman between my friend and I that, uh, and was kind of saying, at first I was sharing and then she was saying, yeah, that's so fucked up, like, I'm so sorry, like, that's really messed up that she did that. And then I come to find out that they're actually, like, getting closer and working together. And she was playing middleman with the situation. And so then that situation happened. And I just really, like, really closed down. I really was in a lot of pain. And in my earlier episodes of, of this podcast or earlier this year, I know that I, I expressed it. and I've, I have expressed it in many different ways. Because that's the authenticity or authentic aspect of the grieving process and healing process. It's like incredible pain that you don't have words for. And honestly, fuck having words for them. Fuck what anybody else says about the healing process outside of, I'm so sorry you're going through that. Is there anything that I can do? Otherwise, I'm here to vent to you. If they are, of course. If they aren't, then I certainly don't want them to say... That they aren't available for that and so god it was so hard to keep friends (laughs) the last the last year has been really difficult to keep friends Um, and I'll say the reason I say that is because I wanted everyone away from me I wanted everyone who could have the potential to hurt me in that way away from me and this stems from my earliest not my earliest traumatic experience but one of them was my mom leaving at 14 and okay well if my mom leaves and doesn't give a shit about having kids anymore which is kind more or less verbatim what she said I've been a mom for 18 years I don't feel like doing this anymore and it's kind of the whole thing if if a mother can do that and then a best friend who travels with me, knows me better than anyone else. We share all these experiences together. It was a partnership without... It was it was platonic love in a way that I have never experienced it. And for her to not want to be friends anymore and do her own thing, essentially, which is, you know, in hindsight, obviously, that's fine. I'll go do your own thing. But it still fucking hurt. <laughs> so... <laughs> So my response to that as it's continued to unravel has been really interesting and wanting people to be away from me in this whole journey of I started my last iteration of Omo or this podcast is on my own because I was like fuck it. I'm going to be on my own. I wanted to do this. I wanted to have it be shared experiences, but fuck, whatever. I don't care anymore I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna full send on my own and it's the best thing that ever happened to me I know that's a hefty statement I'll say thus far <laughs> um, because it 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 forced me into a rebirth a metamorphosis and I'm a dis- distressingly more powerful person than I am than I was before, before that situation. And I've clawed my way out of hell, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And I get a lot of, I don't know, I don't care what anybody says, I get a lot of power from that. And I give myself credit. And what's even more is that I give other people credit for the things that they're going through that are their variations of clawing their way out of hell. We are all going through some seriously dark, fucked up shit on any given day, at any given moment, and not enough people register the experience of going through hell in themselves enough to register that as an experience someone else is having. Not that they're not going through hell. (laughs) They are. We are always kind of wandering at some point, or some aspect of our psyche is wandering around, like, And a trigger will make us aware of it, is kind of how I guess I'll say it. Um, So when we're triggered, we're like, oh, you've been wandering around there. Like, okay, now I can look at you. uh, If we know how to emotionally regulate and understand our triggers. If we don't know how to emotionally regulate and understand our triggers, we're like, ah, fuck, a trigger. Get away from me. I hate you. You hate me. You're ruining my life. This is all bad. Um, That is another way to interpret or experience a trigger. Um... (laughs) I have done those lots of times. I still do them to some extent. Um, And often that's the first, you know, the initial response. Emotional regulation isn't doing it perfectly. It's fucking regulation. It's a process. So, um, I don't really know where I was going with that outside of, like, this whole thing. I'm glad that I took the time that I took... And I didn't listen to other people on what my healing would look like or be like or what was going to be involved in how I was going to experience myself or how I should experience myself. Um, No one was even asking me, like, what's your experience of yourself as you go through this grief? (laughs) That was my question to myself. And, um, you know, in lots of journaling experiences, there was just so much confusion. Confusion, excuse me. I don't know. I don't know why she did this. I don't know why this happened to me. I don't want this to happen to me. Why is this happening to me? Lots of, lots and lots of why's. So much pain. So much confusion. And, um, yeah, ultimately that makes me more empathetic to the people who are wandering around with these huge battles going on that no one will ever know about. Because, A, we don't listen to each other very well and have the emotional capacity to listen to each other well. So it's not like a blame thing. It's like a, you don't even have, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you don't even have the capacity to listen to people well. Um, if that's something that you struggle with, don't take that on as like another thing you fucked up. I think, I think that the first step is being like, well, goddamn, like, Look at all the stuff we're being fed and forced to consume and the, we don't have the mental wherewithal to be there for each other in, in many ways, I would say. Um, so I want to give a little bit of a shout out to anybody out there, just like, <laughs> not sure why they can't just buck up or fuck up, like, give yourself a, a little bit of, or I'll give you a little bit of a break in case you needed it. So, where where do you go? Where do we go from here when you know shit hits the fan? And I guess what I want to talk about is what do I do when I don't like how I'm behaving <laughs> um, when I register that I'm triggered and I don't like the way that I'm acting. Um, and so the first thing that I think oh, I can't, like thought of. Of that was that I don't believe that people are as self-aware as a lot of people like to label them and just kind of it's almost like they just write them off like oh they're just not self-aware oh so many people just aren't self-aware or you know I'm sure you've heard that or said that or been in conversation or thought that when you're watching somebody be dumb or you do something and you're just like what the what are they thinking what is going on um and you might think to yourself you read it back to a lack of self-awareness so that's just a thing so it's how do you become i don't believe that people aren't um fully capable and self-aware in this way i think that we we are very conscious of our movements and um what we're doing and how we're behaving and That's why their self-consciousness is like, oh, what are they going to think about that? That was probably weird. Um, Well, my headset isn't working anymore. Oops. I wonder what kind of quality change you're going to experience from that. (laughs) So, um, where was I? I don't think that we're not self-aware. I think that we are very fundamentally self-aware of what is happening what our role is in it and the question that actually feels like it presents itself is do I know how to responsibly act in this situation do I know what the right move is do I feel capable and confident in enough in myself to do what I what I see is necessary Um, or interpret as necessary or maybe even what you're suggested or told is necessary and then you have to take that on am I somebody who can do this thing that I'm being asked to do and that's a very 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 personal thing and I, I again I don't think that people are without the intuitive response of that's something that I should do or should say or should have already or I want to be that person that can provide that type of leadership or, or regulate themselves and respond in this perfect type of way, I think we're very aware of that. What, again, I think we lack is this, the skills and confidence to execute on what we know to be true and what we feel compelled to say or what we feel compelled to take action on or what we feel compelled to let go of think that we know all of that and again we just aren't taught the skills. So this Adventure Inward podcast is really about providing context and story and analogy and metaphor around these moments that there might require us to adventure, might might beckon us to go inward and do something and take care of something or or do something that takes care of someone else and us developing our wherewithal our emotional intelligence and regulation skills and critical thinking skills in order to have enough mental and emotional and intuitive clarity on what the appropriate action to take is in Our day-to-day lives just I'm not talking about big huge leadership speaking in front of thousands of people or being the president kind of leadership I mean just like going to the grocery store and deciding which toothpaste to get like critical thinking can be executed at any given time and prepare us for those inevitable moments that require us to be more mature If we're just expecting to be the way that we want to or dream to or the ideal version of ourselves without any prerequisite work, that's just a a tall glass of water. Tall order. That's a tall order. (laughs) You're a tall glass of water, whoever you are listening, if I ever saw one. Man, I hope I find a tall glass of water tonight at dancing to dance with. Side note. I love dancing, I love line dancing, I love country dancing, and I used to go, I actually taught myself how to salsa, not taught myself, but I used to go two or three times a week when I moved to Indianapolis because I wanted to learn how to dance so bad. I would just go to Latin dancing two or three times a week to to meet people, ha- create relationships with people that I would be able to dance with later. Um, and that has been difficult to do while I've been on the road, of course, because I have gone from different places. But um, ultimately, I do feel um, confident going dancing by myself because I just it's something I want to do <laughs> at, at a at its base level. Um, Hyper-independence is something that I'll talk about in another, another podcast episode. Um, Because it's relevant and also I want to keep these kind of more intentional. So this podcast episode is more about what healing or a specific healing journey has looked like and managing triggers um, and managing my emotional regulation and responses to things. And then as I move forward with this podcast, there will be more intentional interviews with people on the concept of going inward and picking a topic and really running with it and riffing on different ideas because I feel like these informal, casual conversations about things are so much more effective in real life than, you know, fucking Tony Robbins being interviewed by Dean Grassy or whatever his name is. Like, I, who cares? I can't put your life experience into my con- into context for myself. All you're doing is just blabbering from my opinion. Um, but when I listened to podcasts like my friend Shane's I was just listening to, which inspired me to reflect more deeply on what I wanted to talk about on my podcast this in this episode, I was able to see myself so clearly in what he was saying about his life, about his day-to-day experience. And we really, really, really need that. We need that more than, I think, more than ever. We don't need people to have it all figured out not by a long shot we need people to be guiding us or guiding each other through the darkness through the confusion because they're intimate with the confusion intimate with the darkness inside themselves and know how to see the the clearest path if possible to someone else to you to me learning what needs to be learned. Um, not because they told me what needs to be learned. Fuck that. But because they helped me hold space and clear space for me to learn what was for me about a, an experience. And I think that's what's most important and powerful about podcasting in a general sense. Like, I'm really grateful that this is even a fucking thing. Um, I have to change the... The thing on my anchor account too explicit because I have been a potty mouth this podcast episode. I'm just so passionate. Um, can you feel the passion? You know what I'm passionate about right now? My Mr. Buddy here, heating my feet. Damn, that's good stuff. Um cool, 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 cool. So I also feel a little inspired to no, I'm going to do it next time, but I want to start singing and playing ukulele on these podcast episodes. I don't quite know the quality of sound that you would receive if I did it right now. It might be fine, but also because I'm out of practice <laughs> but yeah, we'll just blame the we'll blame the sound quality We'll blame the anchor podcast quality it It wouldn't be me it would be it would be it that just like it would totally be me so. That'll be part of these Adventure In Word episodes, too. I feel really energized by the idea of sharing my music and writing more of my songs and poetry and sharing them. Um, and making this podcast, really, I want you to have a good time hanging out with me. Not, not necessarily because I want you to like me. It's not about that. It's about... It is about you. It's about me sharing with you in a way that makes it, even though I don't know you or know what you're thinking, I still want there to be an energetic collaboration between us. You are still going to receive from things some something from me, even if it's like, I hate this, <laughs> she rambles. Uh, that's something that you'll be able to learn. <laughs> that is part of the adventure inward. <laughs> At the end of at the end of it all and there is no end to the adventure inward not until we die and trying to find the best ways to navigate our adventures and um really thinking of them as adventures has become important to me and and another reason I started the podcast and with this type of intention is like I I have wanted so badly to remember and limit the time that I forget that my time here is finite and it is a grand adventure to be alive with other humans we are part of nature nature is part of us we are stuff the stuff of stars um I do believe all of that stuff and while I'm not a super love and light is rain's person like I actually don't feel like I am a love and light person at all and I told a friend this the other day and he's like I actually think that you are one of the more joyful people that I've ever met same with calm and same with um balanced and but with the caveat of it has been hard earned to be equanimous, or to be balanced or to be rock solid there is always this this acknowledgement that I've fought really hard to have this perspective and what I aim to teach in my coaching, what I aim to teach people in the world and the footprint that I want to leave on people in the world is that I helped or I was, I played a role in them being able to navigate life with more ease and confidence and power and strength. At the end of it all, I've really zeroed in and that my ambition is to be that person till my last breath and. I, I feel very satisfied <laughs> with arriving at that at 31. Um, however long it took me and however long it takes me to reach other levels, it doesn't matter. There are, are always going to be hard times that bring forth clearing that and those clearings bring forth new life. And this is just the life-death-life cycle and I'm, I'm fully in it right now, in just a year, um, and setting the stage for skills and work that I'll be doing for years to come, and it's very exciting. I haven't once mentioned that I still live in the van, and I'm pushing two years. It'll be two years in February, um, and we're halfway through November, so I've got two and a three and a half months till it's till it's two years, um, full two years, no breaks, and. Um, I love it. It's so cozy. I have a candle lit in right now. I've got my Mr. Buddy heater. I accidentally burnt my blanket with sage today. Oopsies. I had a one-on-one call for my meeting today with my Wi-Fi. I have all my favorite things. Um, my fridge is out, but it's cold, so it's fine. Um, and I also can't necessarily afford to replace it. So that's a fun thing also that I'll talk about when I talk about my business is that you guys, you listeners are on the journey of growing the company, my company, this work. You're growing this body of work with me. I am not already there (laughs) maybe in some ways, but, um, but aren't we all, we all have our skills. And so the way that I am somewhere is that I have picked a thing, a pick, I picked a lane that feels like the one lane to rule them all for me, for me. And I feel capable of taking aligned action on it. Is it bringing in millions yet? No, not by a long shot. It's almost four years old and it is still such a baby. And I I made a promise to myself, again, this is what I'll kind of tee off the next episode when I talk about my business as a solopreneur is I set myself up to love the way that I make money every day, that I love the business that I run. I rejected everything that everyone told me before. I guess maybe there's a theme here that we might all be... Uh, operating under um, which is that or that I might be under operating under which is that I'm a bit of a rebel don't tell me how I'm going to heal I'm going to fucking figure that out myself but you can hang out with me in the mud if you want to don't fucking tell me how to run my business but I do really love your support (laughs) and I really do need, need community around it so there's this like I have strength and I soften to receiving um And I'll talk about that in my whatever this ambiguous fucking (laughs) episode that's going to come. I will. I will do it. But um, I'm so grateful that you hung out with me for 45 minutes. I really hope that you stay here, stay hanging out with me as I release more of these intentional episodes. I have some really exciting guests and conversations coming because I do really want it to be fun. I want it to be exploratory. I want it to be crazy curious and inspiring and, and most of all a, a playful yet relentless, relentlessly optimistic exploration of the unknown to go there as, as a community with people, with each other. I think that that's what is going to make I don't know. I feel like that in my small slice of the internet and small slice of the world and small footprint that I'm going to leave on things and my ripple effect. Like, I do really want that to be the thing that I was known for is that I was, I went there and I went there with myself and I I worked with people to help them go there with themselves. That's it. Okay. Have a good morning, uh, weekend, night, life, if I never, if you never feast your ears on my, my voice and introspective musings again. Um, (laughs) I bid you a good, uh, I bid you adieu. Is that okay? We're rambling now. Okay. Bye.